chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control Alt Desire, now streaming on Paramount Plus. Welcome to the PowerCat Podcast, GoPowerCat.com's Kansas State Athletics Show. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, from the GPC studios, here's your host, GoPowerCat publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to another edition of the PowerCat Questions podcast, your weekly adventure into Kansas State sports. Tim Fitzgerald, Zach Carlson, and Ryan Gilbert, that's your lineup for this week. We brought Gills in uh, because we like him, first of all, sort of. And also because uh, we something big happened in basketball. Just because I'm not wearing headphones doesn't mean I can't hear you say that when you whisper it. What? I, I don't know. I he, he, he's not wearing headphones again because he's... Because I'm a rebel. Freaking dork. Speaking of uh, dorks... No, that's not a good segue into our advertiser. That's not good at all. Speaking of the Fridge Wholesale Liquor, which we weren't doing, but anyhow, we're sponsored by the Fridge Wholesale Liquor. Make sure you stop in every time you're in Manhattan. My wife, my beautiful bride of 33 years, that poor stinking woman, went to the fridge today and and spoke to Kevin about something. I think it might be the intervention. I'm not sure. She said it was work-related, but it could be an intervention. Um, have you guys, has Becky reached out to you guys about an intervention? No. Okay. Maybe I'll have so. to check my email. Hmm. Well, good luck with that. Oh, my goodness. Get into the fridge. Please do that. Support our sponsor. They've been longtime sponsors. And uh, uh, Becky said I stray from the script. She doesn't realize I don't have a script. There is no script. I just go. I just say what's true to me in my heart about the fridge wholesale liquor. It's a beautiful place. How are our questions this week? I don't even know. It's a lot of stuff you can rant about. Well, look, we, we don't mm. have Cole, so we passed on the baseball question because Cole's our baseball guy. But um, baseball good. There's your answer. I don't know what the question was. Uh, someone requested we rank all 14 quarterbacks in the Big 12. Um, I have no freaking clue who starts at quarterback for the four new schools or half the existing schools. I'll just start with this. Uh, Will Howard one, Jalen Daniels two. There we go. There's the list. Everyone else. The Texas guy about sixth. I don't know. Arch Manning, clearly number three. Yeah. All his highlights from the spring game look bad. Bad. Good luck with that. You won, Texas. You won. Uh, well, let's get going with your questions from Wabash Station. I could just babble on, but Zach's promised me rants, and you know how I like rants. I like rants more than pants. Ryan Gilbert, start reading questions. Okay. From TConman08, what on, does... We've got a con man asking questions? We do. Where have you been? He's been asking questions for, like, multiple straight weeks. But I didn't realize he was a con man. I thought... Okay, go ahead. Anyways... <laughs> 
What does the David Castillo commitment mean for the future of recruiting for Jerome Tang in K-State basketball? Uh, this one's from D. Conman something something. Uh, Ryan Gilbert, what does the commitment of David Castillo mean for Kansas State basketball and Jerome Tang's uh, something? I don't know. I mean, it's huge, right? He's a five-star commitment. This is the, the best-rated commit they've had in over a decade. But I think if you were to ask Jerome Tang this question – I think he would just say, get used to it, man. Like, this is not anything out of the ordinary to get to, – to beat KU out in a recruitment, to get a, a guy that's, like, you know, coveted like Castillo. I, I think that this that the the standard was set. They set the standard for what they're going to do on, on the high school recruiting ranks last year, last offseason, getting Ames and Jones and Rich. All, four, all three of those guys are four-star signees. And so I, I think that – Moving forward, you should. I'm not sure we can expect a five star every recruiting cycle, but I do. expect them to get you know involved with many guys in the portal. Keontae Johnson, so it's huge for the the future of K State, absolutely. But you know, I don't think we should be blown away. I don't think we should be celebrating like we're K State. We just somehow landed some five star. Tang wouldn't want you to do that. Look at the the KU game at home when can't when Tang got on the podium and and told everybody to. Ex- expect to win from here on out. We're not going to rush the floor every time we beat Kansas. And so, yeah, it's great to get Castillo. He's tremendous. I have a, a piece going up in the morning on what his commitment really does mean for Kansas State uh, up up on Go Power Cat for our VIP subscribers. But it, it's get used to it, man. This is not going to be the last big time, you know, commitment that that Tang gets in Manhattan. No, I agree. I mean, uh, yeah, the first trio of signees they had. Uh, were all impressive, you know. They they're not just run of the mill guys. That that as a group, they were better than any recruiting class in a long time. This is just going to be the way of doing business. Players want to play for coaches like Jerome Tang and his staff. It's not just Jerome; it's the whole group um, of coaches. It's a an electric staff. They, you know, they recruit well. They've excused the whole notion of you can't recruit to Manhattan, Kansas. That's just that nonsense has never held up. Um, that's always an excuse by lazy recruiters. So um, I'm fired up to see where this goes. But I can just tell you right now, uh, you already see what he's going to recruit. He's going to recruit um, multifaceted scoring guards, and whether they're a point guard or a rebounder or you know guys that can do a lot of things, a guy that can get it to the rim or shoot it deep, whatever. And he's going to recruit athletic big men that they – can coach up and you know particularly at the post position they're not as uh strong as what they want to be eventually but uh, this is what they're going to recruit and it's going to be fun watching this develop over the years and and eventually transition into fewer out of the transfer portal and the portal just kind of supplementing as they get their own guys to become the old guys uh and that's you know that that's a process that that takes you know a good three years of you know before taj manning's an old guy I mean, it's going to be three more seasons before he's going into his senior year. So there's there's a lot of progress to be made. Hopefully it means more commitment events that we get to go to and put that, on the Internet. That was kind of fun until I forgot to unmute, unmute yourself at the end. So good. It was so good. It went so well. I know well, you, you think frustrated. about it, but as long as you got Castillo speaking, it's it's fine, Fitz. And as long as there was video of him putting on the K-State hat, yeah. that's all that mattered. A video of him reaching for the KU hat first. Did you guys notice that? I didn't know. I don't think he was reaching for the KU hat. I think he was just trying to get around my mics. <laughs> oh, it's all about you. Yeah, it mic. is. It was about us. Yeah. It was about I the mean, power cat. I'm just 
I'm, I'm blown away by technology, how easy that is for us to do. Mm-hmm. We made it more complex by having me, because we did the a previous one for a guy that's now at Col- going to Colorado. But huh. um, we just did that straight to YouTube, right? Yeah. And this one we ran through our StreamYard account so we could have it branded and and you know look like our stuff uh, that we're trying to do with Go Powercat Live. And um, I thought it looked great. Until I forgot to unmute my mic. I, there's just, it's, I'll be honest, it's tough to produce and host. You, you, you get, that's two different brains you're working in. And I barely have one. I don't know if you know this, uh, but half of my brain died from alcohol. Yeah. But college. when you think about it, I've, I've been here for what, almost longer than 10 years. Jesus. It's crazy. Poor guy. Uh, this was the first, the last 12 months. We've had three commitment events that we've covered, mm-hmm. put on the internet, live, or 24-7 put it live for us. Right. But we didn't do any of that the nine previous years. Yeah. I think that says a lot about the status of K-State recruiting, not just for basketball, but for football as well. This team and this school is able to recruit guys to come to Manhattan, and it's happening. Right. And they're finally starting to win some guys that are quote-unquote, local. They're getting the guys that are in their backyard. Pretty significant recruits, and it's it's fun. It's it, This is a lot of fun, um, and it is cool to be able to to hop on and, and, and show these events. I'll, I'll, I'll just be honest. The first text I got about being muted was from one of the basketball coaches, so they were watching it because they couldn't be at the event because it's a recruit. They can't comment on them. They can't be... We event. were talking about that though. They could still go and sit in the stands and not say a word. Yeah, technically. Why waste a day? <laughs> do that. But yeah, they just sat in their office and watched the Go Power Cat live stream. So uh, congratulations to the guys. Uh, the host was kind of shaky. The host has got to learn how to host. But it, it's cool. But we'll the host two minions that were in Bartlesville were great. Oh, they were fantastic. They were fantastic. So did you go live before three, and then you were just trying to fill time when before it he did it or what? Uh, well, I, I was going to go 245 because I thought I was going to have Gilbert in briefly, but then my time got away here. Um, and so we didn't get that done. So I just went live at 255. Um, but what's funny about it is I did the countdown thing, not the five minute one, but the yeah. 30 second one. And then I clicked, you know, I clicked live and did that. It didn't go live. It, it like, huh. it, I don't know what, it just said it failed. So I had oh. to go back and do it again. <laughs> no. Still working on some glitches. We got a lot that that StreamYard keeps adding features. There's so there's more stuff. We can I can uh we can load highlights in, we can do all kinds of stuff that used to take oodles of technology or post production. And now with a little pre work, if you got some stuff you want to load in, you can just put it in there and let it go. Pretty cool. It's cooler than Ryan Gilbert, I can tell you that. That's just gonna be my motto. It's cooler than Ryan Gilbert. You want to do the next question? No, real quick. I, okay. Marquise Noel popped into my head, and Zach, you mentioned how players want to come to K-State and play here in Manhattan. And you look at a guy like Marquise Noel. I know David Castillo might be more of a two or a combo guard, but the freedom that Jerome Tang allows his players to play with, I know that that's – I've heard that's something that Max Asmus is intrigued with is the – the leeway that you have to just play and be yourself as a point guard. And so that's another answer to this question is just it proves that players want to come to Manhattan. They want to play at Kansas State. 
and it doesn't feel like I've got a couple power five offers, a bunch of mid majors. Do I want to go to a power five and maybe get a chance to play? Or do I want to go to a mid-major and be guaranteed 35 minutes a game? Like that's not the type of guys that they're after. People want to go to K-State. They're not just settling with Kansas State. And Noel, we saw it in year one, the the freedom that he let him play with, Tang let him play with is just – it shows that you know players want to play here at Kansas State. It seems like a fun place to play. Going to the Elite Eight, I, I would I would want to play here if I was a good athlete. I don't know if I'm good enough to play at Kansas State, but if I was good enough, I'd I'd probably play here. So you'd you'd let them have you on the team? Yeah. Wow. I would just force sure. myself in there. You know. Yeah, that's generous. Hey, fellas, did you roll up your windows in your car? Is it raining? We're about to get walloped. Walloped. I like the word. Walloped. I don't like driving with my windows down. So no well, problem. when you don't have air conditioning, you have one option. You roll the windows down or you get very hot, hot box. <laughs> it's the one option. 60 mile per hour winds coming our way. Jeez. So, well, um, Daphne, slumber party in Fitz's basement. Daphne's going to like it down here. This is her favorite place when a storm hits. Hmm. Is Cole going to make it over for the overtime? Ooh. Well, maybe you'll head this way and end up in Wamigo. <laughs> Just blown over there. I don't know. There we go. From Imarica. Okay. There you go. We, what was the... the the hesitation there. What was that like? A mm. trying to add some tension. I was going to say something about the storm, but okay. I, I decided There's something it. flying around in here. Oh, uh, it's a fly. It's a, Literally, a fly? fly is no, flying. Man. We so had a bird is, in the house today. We had a bird in the house today. They're not going to oh, care about the a dogs. Fly. <laughs> they chased a bird today through the house. Wow. Daphne's looking. Imarica <laughs> wants to know what is more likely: Jerome Tang wins a national championship, or Chris or Chris Kleiman makes it to the college football playoff. Four-team and 12-team playoff. Analyze both. Wow. That's Chris Kleiman, 100%. Yeah. I That went a different way than I thought. Yeah. We're moving, winning a national championship is very difficult. We're moving the goalposts a little bit. Is that the right term yeah. for Kleiman? Yeah. This is very a question that favors him. I'm well, sorry. Yeah. I, like, I think – but I think the way football is designed now – it is nearly impossible for a TCU, a Cincinnati, or a Kansas State to win the national championship. There's too big a disparity in talent. It takes too many good players to assemble a team of Georgia's stature that other schools, including Oklahoma and Texas, can't match that right now, let alone a school with smaller NIL you know, packages they can put together and, and all that stuff. What, what are you doing? You, what? You, he's up to something. What? He's, he's throwing me off. I'm just looking at the fly flying around. And but, uh, yeah, I, I think getting to the the four-team playoff is much more manageable. The 12-team, certainly, um, because you just win your conference, you're automatically in. I mean, Kansas State would have been in that this year. But I do think Jerome Chang is going to get him to a Final Four. Now, winning two more games, just the act of winning two games in a row at any one site is impressive. Impressive. To get out of the first site is a step. And then to get to, you know, another win, and we know how hard it is to win the second time at the second site. Any K-Stater knows exactly what that's about. So, and then to say, well, we survived that. Let's go do it two more times. It, It is daunting. It's daunting. It's steep, but very possible in basketball. You can get the right dudes and get to the national championship, San Diego State. That's just the way it is in basketball. 
Yeah, but I st- you still got to win five games to get to the national championship game, and six if you win it. That's you know, right. six wins. Old men playing. But for Chris Kleiman to make either a four or twelve team, you just got to win the conference and not lose that many games. And for a twelve team, you just got to win the conference. Yeah, you can, you can lose three games and get in. Yeah, you can. I mean, you'd be a bad seed, but but you still in. have a chance. Like yeah. I think K State football can absolutely make the college football playoff in the next four years. Can K-State make a national championship in basketball in the next four years? Maybe. I don't know. Let's just, I tell you what. Okay, this is what we're going to do, folks. If we're going to handle it like in a sports season. So if Chris Kleiman makes the four-team playoff next season, we're going to give Jerome Tang his basketball season to try to even it up. Right? Sure. So sure. I'm, I'm thinking... Why not the playoff and the national championship in the same year? Let's just go that. <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. I'm going with that answer. Okay. I agree. This fly is very difficult. This room has a lot of blacks and grays, and, you know, it's, so the fly gets into stuff. Like, even the walls are kind of a gray, so the fly just kind of works his way in. Yeah. It's camouflaged. Sneaky little fly. Okay, go ahead. From Cat in KC. Now, this, Should- is a, this is a human... Cat like Willie, but it's a cat living as a person in Kansas City. Go ahead. Thanks, Booger. Yeah. Should K State look into having some <laughs> form of event at the end of spring practice that benefits the NIL? That's not a bad idea either. I didn't bring the NIL into my fan festival idea. How much can the universities straight up just say this is for NIL? Here's our guys. You know, I don't know how much. You're That's a good to, point. You're allowed to coexist, I guess. Yeah. I think it's weird that I would think if you had vendors that came in for a festival, the NILs could set up. Well, makes sense, I guess. And then players could go to their NIL area to sign autographs for money. So let's say our Go Power Cats car dealership or whatever they set up, and their athlete is there to do whatever mm-hmm. in front of their Durango. Or whatever vehicle there is, man, they're gonna. People are gonna flock to him with that Durango. Yeah, it's funny. Bartender Cole today actually we were talking about this. He was like, "When's the when's the spring game?" And I was telling him like, "No, that's not a thing anymore." And he he couldn't believe it. He was like, "What?" And you know, I know you've outlined all this, Fitz. They got to have something though. I don't know if it has to revolve around the NIL, but fans are hungry. It's a great way to get them involved. Whether it be a carnival, for all I care. It's They've got to do it during open house weekend. K-State open house is every April. You can pick whatever day you want. Just make sure it's the same day as the spring game. Or whatever event you want to do for football. Make it a weekend in Manhattan. Why Why there isn't a spring game? We do this all the time. I'm just talking about why is there a spring game? We say this all the time. There should be a spring game. I don't know what else we can say at this point. I'm, I, I hate spring games. Look, I understand if it's part of your culture or if, you know, you just hired Deion Sanders to be your coach and people are so fired up that 55,000 Colorado fans who never show up for actual football games will show up for a spring game. Crazy. Um, that's cool. But I'm just in favor of having something fun for the fans. They get to see the players. And I personally think watching a bunch of players you know, have 40 yard dash competitions and, and tug of war, whatever they come up with. Fans will find that more entertaining than some generic 
vanilla spring game where they don't show anything and it's a waste of time for everyone. So I, I'm all down for doing fun stuff. And I was reminded on Twitter, I didn't even realize this, 2000, was it nine? No, 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 no. Uh, six, when um, Ron Pinch's first fan festival, Luke Bryan was in concert here. What? Yeah, hmm. Luke Bryan. That was who they had for the concert. Just some unknown upcoming guy. I think he was barely known. Luke Bryan. And that was instead of the Goo Goo Dolls? Yeah, that Goo Goo Dolls was something totally different. It was a, I think that was a fall fall thing. No. No, it was a spring thing. Spring game, I think. Yeah, and that was a national. It was. And that that company went under before they even got it off the ground. We got screwed on the Goo Goo Dolls. But, um, yeah, he set up the stage was basically... Where Cat Town was, where the volleyball arena is, and Luke Bryan, right there. There's a, there's a, uh, someone sent me the link on YouTube from uh, Briggs's site with whole 76 views or something. <laughs> there is a, there's video proof that Luke mm-hmm. Bryan performed in a gravel parking lot next to Brandenbury. Yes, yes, singing Metallica. He wasn't singing. That's what. Uh, well, he didn't have any hits back then. Wow. <laughs> so who knows? Maybe just have some up and coming guy like like Kane Brown, <laughs> like the year that my buddy Jesse down in Council Grove had Cody Johnson and Parker McCollum as his two acts at Washunga Days. Kind of hit that one out of the park. Yeah. Go match that one again, buddy. So yeah, do something fun. And that you could have a, a big concert inside. I mean, you could end it all with a significant concert in Bramlage Coliseum that you have to buy a separate ticket to. But yeah, you could go. You go all over the place with this. I mean, it it would be a lot of work. I understand that, but I, I think this is something that K State really needs to look at. Can Fitz have mm-hmm. yeah. players into his basement to do a little Oklahoma drill? Fans can come support them in, in a NIL fashion. We're gonna do it out back. Out back, okay. Yeah, we're gonna do it room. in the backyard in the dog area. So there, the, it'll be done on rock because if if you're coming over here, you're a real man uh, with lots of dog poop. So that'll add a layer of excitement to it. Ooh, he took it to the face. That kind of thing. <laughs> yep, that's where we're gonna go with that. Yeah. All right. You can read the next question <laughs> from Jerome Yang. That Are you gonna have a comment about this person's username too? That guy, he coaches basketball and asks us questions. Wow, that Coach Yang, he's amazing. Anderson Bluemont used to be my favorite username, but I think Jerome Yang has overtaken that wow. one. Jeff, did you hear that? You're out. Sorry, Jeff. I don't know who you are, but I like Just your name. Outing his name. Yeah, it's all right. Anyways, last question of the first half, by the way. Oh, thank you. Did I mention that? No. With Brett Yormark, it feels like anything is on the table for the Big 12. What if we started doing an all-star weekend, all-star week game skills challenge for the major sports during each season? It seems like there would be a big NIL opportunities. I think the players would love it, and we would be the only conference doing something like that. This is interesting. It sounds fun on paper until you remember that basically every all-star game sucks except for Major League Baseball. I think. Well, and plus, coaches like, I don't want to put my players in a game where they get hurt, but it's not for us. And that's like the MLS. That's what fans think of the MLS all-star game. Why is this guy going when you're playing 34 games a year and he could get hurt in a meaningless friendly? Yeah. I could see something maybe postseason. 
with an all-star. Kind of like what they do for the NCAA tournament. They'll have like the dunk contests and three-point contests. Right. I like it, Jerome. We just got to refine it to the, the coaches and what's in it for us type thing. Yeah. I like it. It's interesting. How do you not make it just a complete waste of time, though? Like, like Zach said. Like the NBA? Pretty much. Or NFL, like that they do. He just went there. He just did. Jeez. Man. It's just, How do you not watch your mouth on a hot mic? How I do said, you not do it? I said stuff. I don't know what you're talking okay. about. Yeah. I mean, it just devolves into crap. Yeah. I don't know. We should have an all-star game for us. Like, uh, me. Okay. I mean, so like when you think about like the other events, like home run derby is the number one athletic event that you can run as a non-game competition. Agreed. Everything else is just second place or worse. Well, even dunk contests are judged. Yeah. It's subjective. Right. I don't want, I would say, I would say home run derby and then three point contest are the two best contests. And football, you can't really do anything. What if we... It's exciting. What if we did something totally weird, like, um, I don't know, like they had to juggle knives. Just, okay, we're going to, we're going to work, we're going to flesh that idea out a little bit more. You know, fire, sharp stuff, uh, maybe a tightrope over a pit of hell. I don't know. Just think it out loud. We'll be back. What else can we do? Let's see. Ooh, they can stare at Ryan Gilbert until they can't anymore. That'll be tough. GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat podcast continues after this short break. Welcome back to the PowerCat podcast. Now, let's return to the GPC studios. Welcome back to the PowerCat Questions podcast sponsored by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. That's right. Fridge Wholesale Liquor. Fridge Liquor. Man, their social media team is absolutely killing it. Really killing it right now. They they got some great stuff. I want one of those Fridge Giant Hats. What do you guys think of the Giant Hats? Were those started by rappers, the Giant Hats? I think Rick Ross started it. That was some really wait, like it, yeah, like the, yeah. That was like some NFL player last fall. That's why it's a trend now. Yeah, the fridge has them now. They have those. Well, they had them for their social media. Oh, that's funny. I liked it. They're they're almost as uh, their social media is almost as good as their prices. But their prices wow. can't be beat. What a great read. I know. Thanks. Uh, here's your questions. We're gonna, As we go on, it's the questions podcast. You ask the questions, we answer the questions, and we make a podcast out of it. It's pretty, it's like biscuits. It's not hard to make. Go. Read. From Chris66204. Boys, a struggle. With the conference changes, potential expansion, do you think the Big 12 will maintain the football championship game in Arlington, or will it move or otherwise rotate venues. I don't see it moving yet. Um, And here's why I support it staying in Arlington, because I never want the basketball tournament to leave Kansas City. So I don't want, you know, have a trade-off here. Now, when you get into expansion, if you end up with UNLV, which isn't going to happen, maybe you do look at Vegas at some point because you want to own that market too. But Dallas is so significant. It's so easy to get to. It's a, You know, for national riders, it's an easy trip. Um, I, I don't see it moving out of there, at least, at least for now. I mean, 
It's the only viable indoor stadium in the geographic footprint of the Big 12. Yeah. I mean, I guess it you could... not have to be indoor, though, does it? If you moved it to Orlando, technically no, but you could get rain. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I guess, does any Power 5 go outdoor? Uh, not the SEC. Pac-12 has, Pac-12 but has. now they're in Vegas, right? For now. Yeah, they're about yeah. to become the, the Mountain West Pack. I don't know, but... But yeah, everyone else is it inside. Could, it could, but I just don't see it. I, I think now that he's settling in, he realizes, oh, this is why Kansas City is so valuable. Media Man. members aren't valuable in Kansas City, that's for sure. That's the truth everywhere right now. But I mean, I'm glad they, I'm glad they did that and made money instead of moving us and like, well, it didn't go so well, but we're going to continue to do it. I, I'd have been frustrated by that, but it's not even really worth covering. I mean, it is, but it's not worth, like, showing up to the games. It's frustrating. I will sit wherever in an arena. I, know, I don't you're care. Just, you're just, I'm not. You're I don't care. You're happy to be there, guy. I don't care about where my seat is. Unless if I can you're shooting see the highlights, floor. you'd like to have a nice court side. Yeah, seat. but, like, I'm not shooting highlights in the Big 12 tournament, in the NCAA tournament. Like, give me a seat so I can get to the locker room area, like, with four minutes left in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Just threw something at Gilbert, Jeez. scared the hell out of him. Just let me get down to the locker room in a timely manner, and that's all I need. That's all I need for the Big 12 tournament, NCAA tournament. I like it. With Arlington, it's, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Agreed. And there's nothing glaringly wrong. Plus, no flaws with Arlington right now. I really well, like having media days there, too. Yeah. Yeah, yes. and, and, you know, that's another – you're not just asking – people to travel for one game for the media it's a second event you know you go wherever the championship game is and so if you put it in a far-flung place like phoenix would be in you know possibly in the footprint of the conference here soon well first of all that stadium sucks i I, that stadium is so remote it's ridiculous was that buffalo wild wings bowl no no that was tempe i don't think we've ever actually oh i guess fiesta bowl Mm -hmm. you did in glendale i mean you Okay, you actually ride a media shuttle that lasts more than an hour the, just to get to the stadium with Phoenix traffic and how remote it is. It's crazy. It sucks, but yeah, I just keep it in Arlington. It's easy to get to. Maybe they shouldn't make the Camelback in the media hotel. <laughs> it's maybe pretty should, nice, but yeah. maybe just put it on the other side of the metro. <laughs> yeah, don't don't talk to them about logical things. They get confused. No, we don't want you staying in Glendale. We got to keep you in Dallas, Fitz, so that I can keep no plotting, keep plotting my, you know what? Well, we're not staying at that hotel ever again. Yeah, good. That hotel Wi-Fi really got to you. He's <laughs> such a jerk. Read, read the next question from exhausted nihilist. Is there any smoke coming out of Boulder? <laughs> coming out of Boulder, Colorado, this week besides the usual kind? Uh What's that smell? Um, Thank you. See, no, so. there isn't. I, I mean, we did. I mean, it was an executive session, so we didn't really hear anything. There's some people claim they have inside knowledge that it was just a preparation, and getting their ducks in order to make a move if that comes up. But I think it's even. I mean, they're even looking at June now. Look, I, again, I don't know why they keep delaying this. And trying to say, we're going to get a great deal. Well, if you're going to get a great deal, why don't you have it yet? It just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, are you really falling for this? They're, 
there is no deal to be had. And every time someone floats out something, um, yeah, it's it's going. Uh, every time someone floats out something now, um, like an ION or a CW, it, it gets shot down within 24, 48 hours because it's just, no, nobody wants the Pac-12 meteorites. There's just nobody out there. No. So, whatever. That's all you had to say? Colorado's coming eventually. Colorado and Arizona will come eventually. It's just a matter of time. Unless Silent George can pull off a miracle. I don't know where it's going to come from. I mean, Apple's apparently taking a bath on their MLS. YouTube's taking a bath on their NFL. Um, what is it? The, Sunday ticket? Yeah, Sunday really? ticket. Yeah, I've heard it's not going well. Hmm. well which doesn't make sense. Well, it hasn't started yet. <laughs> well, sales are. I mean, I'm getting sales. Oh, up. like they are not happy with the current sales right. during the off season. Well, it's right. Off season, yeah. I'd... Well, but if you put something out there new, you want to have an immediate sure surge. And... I I get that, but at the same time, why should I pay four hundred dollars in April to get is access that, to? Is that how much it is? Games in September. Is Something like that. Yeah. Jesus. If you have you if you have YouTube TV, you get a slight discount. But if you don't have it, you're paying over. But man, and there might be a slight discount period right now. I haven't really looked into that much because it's the off season. Yeah. But you know, I, I just don't think anyone's eager to jump on with a commodity like the Pac-12 and say, "Yeah, we'll pay you." Four hundred million dollars to televise your games every year, and nobody's doing that with them. But but the bottom line is this: your fans don't care that much. That's why. That's why you're in this predicament. Football's not important to you, then don't expect people to make Pac-12 football important to them. Next, that was the deepest quote I have ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's it's kind of like, uh, um, you know, to be or not to be. It's I'm like Shakespeare. But I'm like Shakes Tim. Can I read okay. the question now? Sure. Okay. From O2 Cat. You don't have anything to add about his username? Nothing. Well, it's O2. Yep. So he's almost water, but he's lacking the hydrogen. I don't know. Okay. 2002. That's oh, what I would think, too. Wow. Two. Two, two. Okay. Two. What is Colorado potentially bringing to the table with the possibility of conference expansion? In my opinion, they weren't really a fantastic piece of the Big 12 before they jumped ship. And should we really be looking at it as fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me? Well, I've come to believe that Colorado's hiring of Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, was exactly about the Big 12. I think in their discussions with the Big 12, and I love how um, the media wonks for the Pac-12, so they never talked to any, no one's talking to the Big 12, and then we find out they all have been, um, exactly like what people have been reporting. I think the pushback from the Big 12 is like, football isn't important to you. You don't put money into it. You haven't been good in it. You don't do anything. You know, you're not even trying at this point. And I think they finally came to the realization as an institution that if we want to perpetuate this image as a you know, major player on the athletics front, we're going to have to up our game. And so they, they did in big way. And I, I think, too, 
Coach Prime wants to be in the Big 12. He wants to recruit Texas. He wants to be in areas like that. He doesn't want to have to go to California to recruit with players that may not be that interested in, you know, being just a football player. Just recruiting in California is so weird. Um, so, yeah, I think it, it's all about now they're making it more valuable. They've decided to go all in. I do agree that you got to be cautious with them, but does bring you back into a continuous state, you know, it helps the footprint, makes sense. Fans can easily access it. Even if you're like an Oklahoma State fan, you can make that drive. That's no big deal. So uh, I think it's a logical thing. But most of all, most of all, the Big 12 right now wants someone to do it. Whether it's Colorado or Arizona, I think they'll do it together. Just make the step so this process can start because right now there's a sense of the Pac-12 is delaying the inevitable. They've already lost the game. They're just calling timeouts so the buzzer doesn't sound. And I really believe my philosophy that Silent George, the commissioner, just wants someone to blame. So he's waiting for someone to leave so he can say, well, my fault um, because he, he, he doesn't like to be accountable. I, I, I'm with you on Colorado, uh, but I, I think their proximity with the fact that they might be the first one to go has elevated their status significantly. If that makes sense. Plus, plus, I think all K State fans in Western Kansas can appreciate the proximity of certain products that they might choose to partake in. Yeah, Casa Bonita's opening back up in May. That's exactly what I was talking about. Much much like that. <clears throat> Cliff divers. <laughs> what do you got? I agree. Thank you. Last question from Itain BB. Are you in favor or against adding basketball-only schools? If in favor, how many and who? I'm, I'm in favor if it's not basketball-only. There's been talk that it would be basketball and just basketball. I'm not in favor of that Daphne's dreaming, which is good because now it's thundering out. So she's not hearing that. Uh, I'm in favor of having members come in that don't play football, but people don't understand that step one of this will be separate rights deals. They're not getting that. Why are we going to give them money? You're not, you're going to separate the football deal and the basketball deal. So the, yeah, um, the reason why conference hasn't done this is it was easier. It was easy on the commissioners not to have to worry about two rights packages. Every, every go around, um, proof of how lazy the commissioners are is the ACC deal. That's not in their best interest to have a deal that goes that long, but it was in the best interest of the commissioner not to have to worry about it. And Brett Yormark's like, hey, I don't care. I'll I'll negotiate every year. He gets off on this. He loves this stuff. So I see what he's after here, but he's also recognized this. This is the the brilliance of Brett Yormark. He just started as an outsider, he stepped in. This is the way they've always done it. The rights are sold, 10% of it's basketball, 90% is football, and you know, that's how it works. So he asked outside consultants, well, what's basketball worth? And he found out that, according to reports, that basketball is worth upwards to $25 million a school. Well, 
ten percent of the thirty, roughly thirty-two million of school is three point two. So we're talking about Big Twelve schools have been underpaid by twenty million dollars a year per school. What? So yeah, if Gonzaga. And Villanova and Creighton and St. John's come in. Those would be my four I'd like. And only St. John's because it's New York and, you know, the commissioner. you got to give him stuff he likes. They, I'd like them to come in for all sports except football. So that Creighton baseball is now in the Big 12. I don't know what else Gonzaga is good in, but I'm sure there's sports at which they excel. And, of course, Villanova and St. John's give you, gives you a bigger presence in the Eastern Corridor, that, that upper Eastern snobby where they're not into college football as much, and um, basketball plays big. It also is why UConn becomes more of a contender for all sports. Maybe you do look at UConn for football and say, you know, you've you got to put in X amount of dollars into football. Yeah, we're not going to let you be Vanderbilt and Cruz. You've got to put money into football. So maybe that becomes a reality now. And the asterisk about UConn is ESPN might be more um, willing to give them a full share, to pay for a full share for UConn, because that's their backyard school. Oh. Yeah, I'm in favor of it as long as it, as it is indeed separate media deals. I agree. That's the only way it works mm-hmm. if you do separate media deals. But... It's got to be certain schools, and I think you mentioned most of the good ones, but, you know, like if you would ask this question five years ago or, you know, however long ago, Wichita State was good, Wichita State would have been one of those schools where you're like, yeah, they're a great mid-major, they're hot, you know, right now, they should be in. But as you've seen, they've cooled off. Wichita State's kind of what they were before those those NCAA tournament runs. You know, you got to make sure you're picking the right – cool kid on the block i think gonzaga is absolutely blue blood status at this point i don't think i don't think they would fall off if you add them to the big 12 but i think that if you had creighton if you add st john's i don't think that they're necessarily going to compete and add competition value to your conference uconn absolutely if i had to pick basketball schools gonzaga and uconn screw however far apart they are Villanova's up there for me, too. I agree with you. Villanova's good. And, and look, I can see him adding, you know, I think Zach's exactly right about Creighton. You know, they, they've been really solid and good for a while. The only reason Creighton would be included is they're in the footprint. They could actually, if you're going to have them for all other sports, it does bring something, you know, another area game for volleyball and soccer or whatever else they compete in, certainly baseball. It's another good sport for them. But I can see them going <clears throat> UConn, Villanova, St. John's. Brett Yormark wants his teams playing in New York. That's his place. And I think it's proven by what we saw happen at K-State. That's not a bad idea. That's kind of cool. And I can see New Yorkers kind of saying, this is our conference. This is it. This is it. This is our college conference now, which would be interesting indeed. But I'm all for it. That's it. That was it. That was it. That was it. Well, we're going to sign off now because the storms are rolling in and thunders here and 60 mile per hour winds are supposed to hit at any moment. Pray for Cole Carmody, who's apparently on his way to do the overtime, which we'll tape after this, but it won't appear till the weekend. 
So I hope you're having fun at Go Park Hat. We're having a blast covering it for you. Make sure you check out our special. If, uh, you know, whatever special we got rolling, we'll get something up. You can at least get a, a month for a buck, which is pretty cool. Make sure you're subscribing to our YouTube site. Subscribe to this podcast. I don't say this enough. I need to start saying this. Make sure if you're on Apple, if you made it this far, you obviously think we're a five-star podcast. Give us a ranking. Give us a comment. Yeah, it, that just really helps us out. It, do, it does so much, and I don't ask for that. I get We get great interaction with our YouTube videos, uh, and our algorithm's blown up. So let's try to see what we can do with it on the, the podcast side. I'm Fitz. That was Zach, and that was Gills. God, I hate that guy. Oh, did I say that out loud? Um, we'll be back next week with more of your questions from Wabash Station. Look for the overtime this weekend. And I'm kind of curious who Ryan Gilbert's going to impersonate this week. He's on a roll. Thank you for listening to the PowerCat Podcast. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. PowerCat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com. PowerCat.com.